Welcome to the Life Twitter with Ben and Molly. I am Ben. And I'm a Power Ranger, I guess. Yes, which color ranger are you? A, a lovely shade of peacock green. Oh, lovely. So I'm Tommy, I guess. Oh, oh well, you've not seen... Well, this is this is the Life Twitter, a movie... Wait, no. It's, I'm trying to incorporate what we do into the top of the show, and I screwed it up. Wait, this is a podcast about movies about toys. And this do you week, want to take a clean one? No, that's okay. perfect. That's we keep the it dirty here. Yes, yeah, it's, on the it's a filthy edit. podcast. <laughs> it, it honestly is. It, though. That was not the intent when we started making the show. Um, Wasn't many, it? How on defensive? I'm so defensive of this show. Whenever yeah. we talk, like the number of children's movies or like movies based on toys that we watch, we're like, yeah, that's sexy. That's sexy. Mm-hmm. It's all sexy. But look, Trolls really was kind of the best film to start this podcast yeah. off with because it just they desensitized. Set the tone, yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I get it. Everything is kinky and this is my life now. Oh, yeah, Mario's just got his face in uh, Big Bertha's tits and yeah. I guess that's just where that where that film yeah. landed. Yeah. But yeah, we, this week we're watching the 2017 Power Rangers movie, a film I have seen. It's, one, I, you... it's one of your personal favorites. Oh, it's a terrible film. I did not <laughs> like. But the thing is, it's one of those films everyone else I know who has seen it loves it. Okay, I am a, a 2017 Power Rangers virgin, so we're going to deflower me today, and then we'll see what my opinion is, uh, and we'll see if we are at odds <laughs> at the end of this. So this is our second Power Rangers movie on this podcast. We mm-hmm. did the 2006 movie. Try again. Sorry, Mr. Holzer. We did the 1996 movie yeah. several months ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Um, which was a very enjoyable, nostalgic experience for us. Because yeah, it was fun and harmless. It's and fun and harmless and light and fluffy. And, and lots of boobs. It did have... At least two boobs. At least two. They come in pairs, I hear. Yeah, um, generally speaking. So we, we thought... We, lo- we loved that film so much. We thought, where are the Power Rangers now? <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 2017. Yes. Where are they? Uh, what did you do with them? Apparently, what we did was we wrapped them in Iron Man armor and made them swear at each other. Oh, they swear at There's this? some gentle cursing in this movie. Like, what do you consider a gentle curse? I think shit is said several times. That's not gentle. I That's like a that, full-on curse. Like, for I think this film was PG-13. For a PG-13, shit is nothing. What is a gentle curse for you? For me, damn is a gentle curse. Like, I've heard the word damn said in... PG movies. I think a gentle curse for me is like like a street urchin handing out the paper going, ah, fuck. Like that's... Yeah. <laughs> I think I broke Molly. I don't even know how to respond to that. It was the face you made, your yeah. street urchin face. So we're going to... Yeah, we're watching Power Rangers 2017. Speaking of uh, toyetic cinema, though, I did get to see uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet Ooh, this week. I haven't seen it. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you liked the first one, so I, thought, I loved the first one. The first one is one of my favorite Disney movies of all time, and I I saw it at a time when I needed to see it because I'd just broken up with someone, and it was the yeah, that relationship ended. It was my fault, and I was feeling pretty shitty about myself. And then going to see a movie about a big idiot who keeps making things bad. Um, you felt a sense of identification. I did. I did. Not even as a joke. Like genuinely. Like I I needed a film. I needed a film like that. I thought I was going in, I was just going to be a bunch of dumb video game references. And there was that. But so it w- scratch that, Ben Itch. Yeah. And then six years later, Ralph Breaks the Internet comes out. People are complaining that it's not called Ralph Wrecks, Wrecks the, the Internet. Internet. They're wrong. That's a dumb opinion to have. But I saw the movie and I think it's difficult once you've seen, like, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think everyone was surprised by how good Guardians of the Galaxy was. It's less surprising when Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is as good. And because it's less surprising, it loses something. Wreck-It Ralph, kind of the same thing. Ralph breaks the internet. If Wreck-It Ralph is a 95%, I would put this one at 92. It's fun. It's it's an A-. minus. It's an A-. minus. It made me cry. Like, the first film made me cry a lot. Aww. And the second film still made me cry. Um, and to be fair, not a difficult feat. Yeah, I cry very, very easily. Regularly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet was a thoroughly enjoyable movie. I'm, I would argue that both Wreck-It Ralph movies probably constitute toyetic cinema to an extent because of the sheer quantity of video game, video game characters. characters in. I think we have Wreck-It Ralph on, on the list as well. So we might, Is it? Maybe. Maybe we'll watch it sometime later when we really need a break. Yeah. Because uh, that things. happens. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed Ralph Breaks the Internet. I was very... 
I went in worried because the trailer, and I think we had this conversation before, the trailer for Ralph's break, for, for, for Ralph's broken me into webs. The trailer for Ralph Breaks the Internet, it's them walking through the internet and people come, appearing with pop-ups and everything, reminded me so much of, of the, the Emoji, emoji movie. movie. Watching that trailer, and, and now having seen the full movie, I would say maybe 10 to 15% of the jokes in Ralph Breaks the Internet feels like a retread of some of the stuff that emo- the Emoji Movie did. Mm-hmm. But it takes those ideas and actually makes them work. Yeah. So where the Emoji Movie was a spectacular failure, where the Emoji Movie was so bad it defined the lower end of our review scale, Wreck-It Ralph, oh, specifically Ralph Breaks the Internet, exists closer to the Lego end of that scale. We will eventually get to both of these movies, but I've already given my placement of both of them. Okay. So it's you, a good, it's a relief that I don't have to weigh in on this, and I can just kind of take a vacation. Yeah, we. Oh, it's. Oh, I'm coming straight in with bias, which is what she said. Is no, it? It's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. I tried to make that work. I don't know that this opening of this episode is anything, but we are going to watch Power Rangers 2017. Now, it's just you're so dreading this film. I, am, I'm I just, have. Oh, I have no expectations. If anything, I'm looking forward to watching you squirm oh, through no. it. I remember we laughed in the theater when we saw this film because we did see so, this in the theater. In the same way that you laugh during horror movies, because that's the only way to release the tension. No, in the same experience. way, it, I laughed at it because so so many of the creative choices were so. I realize I shouldn't cover my mouth while I'm talking. Maybe not. Maybe point your mouth towards the microphone and don't cover it with your hands. Ben. I just want. It, he's he's rubbing his temples in distress, <laughs> like legitimately. Oh, it's. I don't want to say too much about this movie because you've not seen it and I don't want to color your impressions of it. I mean, the fir- you texted me, I think, after you watched it and said, this was a terrible movie, don't ever watch it. And now we're watching it for and the And now podcast. we're watching it together, <laughs> voluntarily. Yeah, but this is for entertainment purposes. So life comes at you fast. It's <laughs> really what it comes Is a year and a half really that fast? And the scale of the universe, we're just a little boop. Cool. How does that make you feel? Like I'm already dead. I oh, mean, no. life is short and fleeting, so fill it with as many Power Rangers movies as you can. Exactly. That's yeah. my policy. So we're going to go away and watch Power Rangers 2017. If you're interested, if you're in America, you can actually watch this movie on Hulu right now. I discovered this earlier today, so we don't have to rent it or anything. Yeah. Elsewhere in the world, I don't know. And I don't care, because I don't live there. Um, Elsewhere in the world, maybe be grateful that you don't have this option (laughs) open to you, so it's just a non-issue. It's a decision you don't have to make. You can just listen to us talk about how bad this film is. Um, But yeah, we're going to go away and watch Power Rangers 2017, and we will be right back after these slightly less old than usual commercial messages. The Morphin Grid flows through you, Rangers. Now, more than ever, With an evil this great, you must stand together. When evil threatens, rise to protect your world. Together, we are more. Power Rangers Movie Megazord comes with five Ranger figures. Goldar figure coming soon from Bandai. Well, that was a movie we watched. Oh my god, that was Uh, exhausting. I have okay, so I when I saw that movie a year and a half ago in a li- tiny little movie theater in my hometown back in England, there were several points in that movie that were so unintentionally funny that I burst out loud laughing. Mm-hmm. And rewatching this movie, I did not laugh. I laughed once, I think, early in the movie. I think as like a release of pressure. Yeah. And then you laughed not long after that at something else. Yes. This movie. So, like, three laughs between the yes. two of us over the entire course of this Over a, what I'm sure felt like eight hours, but was It was two, two hours and four minutes. Yeah. Uh, that, it's just a bad, it's a bad film. It's, it's frustratingly, bone-crunchingly awful. Mm, I agree with you that it's one of those films that doesn't know what it is. Yeah. Or who it's for. Or what kind of tone it's trying to set. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd kind of touched on this a little bit when we finished watching the movie, but before we came back to record. The film has kind of the Scooby-Doo problem where the film doesn't know... Uh, and I'm thinking of the first live-action Scooby-Doo movie that was directed by James Gunn, It's fun been fact. a minute since I've yeah. seen that, but I'll try to follow along. But the problem that this movie has is the same problem that that, that Scooby-Doo movie had, which is that it doesn't know who it's catering for. Is mm. it catering for adult fans of the old Power Rangers? Or is children. It, or children who are fans of Power Rangers now. Like, yeah. 
my nephew, who is eight years old, he loves Power Rangers. I don't know that this movie is for him. Yeah. I, I don't know that there's anything in this movie... That he would relate to. Yeah. Structurally, there's a lot of problems with this movie. It also has the Hulk problem. When, when uh, Ang Lee's Hulk movie, which I don't know if you've seen, the Hulk doesn't show up in the movie until past the halfway mark. We don't see Power Rangers being Power Rangers until... Really, the start of Act Three. Yeah, like, they are not. That's kind of what yeah. launches them into the final battle. Is the yeah. fact that they can finally hench in. It's to- like it's shot like a Twilight movie. Oh and my the- god, it is! It's shot like a Twilight movie. The score is like Hans Zimmer does Tron. I didn't make any notes during this movie because I the saw last you time not I making saw it, notes. I usually <laughs> and I make got notes. A little concerned. But I've seen this movie so many times. How that- many times? I thought you'd only seen it the once, and then also the second time. No, the this time the. Okay, I've seen this movie once, but it's still so burned in my mind and my oh. emotional reaction to that first it's viewing. It's like you you relive it in your nightmares every day, so it's like you've seen it hundreds yeah. of times. Yeah, when I close my eyes, all I see is the horror you that is. You see the Australian eyelash boy. That's a reference to something, I'm sure. No, that's the, the guy, the red man, Jason. Oh, was he Australian? I thought he was Australian. In, in the actor? Yeah. Most of these actors aren't American, and it was shot in Canada. Dacre Montgomery, yeah, he's Australian. How do you... Okay, we've had some arguments over how to pronounce this kid's name. Yeah, his pronunciation is not on his Wikipedia page. It's D-A-C-R-E. I I think it's like Dacre, like the word knacker. You think it's Dacre, like like the word acre. Yeah. Or it could be Decray. I really want to look this up and see if it is on Emma Pronounces or whatever yeah. is the thing is. So I will tell you um, a little bit about this movie before we hop in to our plot breakdown. Uh, the film had a budget of $105 million, which is... I was right! You were right. Dacre. Dacre. Where did that name come from? I'm sorry. I really, 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 really need to know. It's an Australian word meaning the acre. Ah, Dacre? <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we're gonna, before we go into the plot breakdown, um, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. This film had a budget of $105 million, which is maybe too many dollars. maybe $90 million more than it should have had. It made $142 million, so it did make its money back, but it was considered a box office disappointment, according to Wikipedia. And if you factor in things like marketing costs... It probably didn't break even. No, I doubt that very much. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of a Ghostbusters situation where Ghostbusters made quite a lot of money at the... Bo- the 2016 Ghostbusters mm-hmm. made quite a lot of money at the box office, but because of how much money Sony spent marketing it, it didn't break yeah. even at all, even with like licensing deals and ecto-cooler at Walmart and all that stuff. So that's my statistical fact that I'm going to throw at you. Now we're going to go over the plot. Yay! Yay! We haven't done that on this podcast oh, in a God. little bit. It's... I'm not looking forward to so, this. So, Earth, Angel Grove, the Cenozoic era. Cenozoic? Cenozoic, yes. What do I you say? You know Cenozoic? that time when T Rexes and pterodactyls and mastodons and saber tooth tigers and Power Rangers and Triceratops and Power Rangers all live together peacefully on the planet. Or so you would think, for a great cataclysm is killing off the Power Rangers one by one. The Yellow Ranger dies, the Red Ranger is cl- crawling through dirt. And then he loses his power, and it's Brian Cranston. It's it's the Breaking Bad it's guy. Alien Brian it's Cranston. Malcolm in the Middle's dad, Ugh. painted blue like an Andorian. He's not blue. He's blue. He's not blue. Oh, he was blue. He's not blue. Oh, he was very blue. Can we look up a picture? Blew his house with a blue little window and a blue Corvette, and everything was blue for him and himself. He was kind of gray. And everybody around, because he ain't he ain't got nobody to listen. He's blue, No, he's. Bl- I'm gonna bring up a picture. I thought he was gray. I thought they were all gray. Brian Cranston, Zordon, naked. Am I? <laughs> I'm just gonna throw naked in there. Yeah, he's gray. He's blue. He's That's gray. Blue. That's. It's not like Doctor Manhattan blue, but there's. It's, it's gray. Blue. It's bluish gray. He's a blue boy. No, he's not blue. He's oh, what about gray. this picture? <laughs> Okay, so if you Google image Brian Cranston Power Rangers, you get a shot of him talking to Stephen Colbert. Whilst wearing a red Power Ranger Halloween costume. Yeah. 
something I didn't know I needed in my life. Yeah, he's no, it's great. That's the shot from the movie. It's, okay, okay, okay. He's blue in this. To be shot. fair, this entire the way this movie is like color graded, everything is blue. Oh yeah, this movie is color graded like a like a bad Twilight movie. By which I mean a Twilight a, movie. Any Twilight it's, movie. It's it's inc- it's very like cool cools and warm warms and there's a little bit of middle ground when they're like jumping over chasms and stuff and you get a bit of the green a bit of yeah and also the fight sequence at the end is very colorful but that's too much color too late in the movie like the rest of the movie is anyway so Brian Cranston is blue and naked and okay, I've got he's, photographic he's evidence like a, he's like if he's blue he's like slate blue but I think it's more gray so well, let's compromise Colin, ocean gray ocean gray. ocean gray is that a Real color? It's a real color. Okay, yeah, he's ocean gray. It's kind of an ocean gray, which is kind of, it hues towards blue, if you'll pardon the rhyme. It's a, it's a blue tinted gray. Yeah. So the, 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 the six Power Rangers, and it turns out, whoops, one of them's evil. It's Oops. Rita Repulsa, the Green Ranger. It's the green one. And she kills them all, uh, but not before Zordon, who's blue, blue Brian Cranston. He's gray, but okay. He's blue. Um, this is going to be the thing that splits up the podcast. <laughs> well, it will do separate podcasts about the same topic. Brian Cranston, painted blue, is he brings all of the the, the various power like they crisp, call the, them the, coins. The coins, not the coins. ranger coins. They're not coins. They're like little pucks. Yeah, like little hockey pucks. The magical hockey pucks. <laughs> and he does. He 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 orders Alpha Five to drop a meteor on his location and buries the stones and says, "Hey, find some cool." Does Alpha Five have that power? He well, he specifically asks Alpha Five to do it. I so. think I was falling asleep as soon as this movie started. To That's be smart, fair, and I apologize. That's a wise moment. But yeah, the media strike hits. It kills Zordon. It buries the the coins. I'm literally looking at the Wikipedia. <laughs> You took very, very thorough notes. <laughs> it's just like paragraphs. With but no, footnotes it's the Wikipedia and everything. entry. Yeah. Bur- kills Rita, kills Zordon, buries the coins. Or does he? Yes. Well, they're not like all dead. They're not dead in like a human sense because they obviously come back because they're in this film. Yeah. But they're dead though. For okay. now, they're dead. They're dead for, for, for all intensive purposes, Intense they're dead. and purposes. Yes. Okay. I know. I, was I don't like it when you do it wrong because sometimes you do it wrong and you're not being deliberate and I just... Love you so much. I, that time was deliberate. Okay. Irregardless of how you feel Jesus, about when I say the wrong why word. Why do you do that? Now's not the time to test me. Skip forward to present day, Earth 2017. British Columbia. British Columbia. <laughs> Angel Grove, BC. <laughs> and Jason Scott, the high school football quarterback. With beautiful eyelashes. With beautiful eyelashes and attitude. He's stealing a cow. It's a bull. It, yeah, but they keep calling it a cow. Why are they stealing it? I wasn't it's, actually paying attention. Was it I think it's like mascot? a rival school's mascot. Okay, I think that, that was the sense. thing. And uh, that it's him and some idiot person. Some guy who literally never shows up again. And he, there's a joke about, oh, she should be fine. I milked her. And it's like, this is a no, dude. You this just is a dude cow. Off, you jerked off a cow. So I want, the film opens literally with the Red Ranger having already masturbated a cow. Like, no, that's, he's not the one who did it. His I buddy thought he did was it. the Oh, his buddy did it? He was telling okay. his buddy, like, mm, but that sets a tone for this movie. And this is all very dimly, darkly shot. I want to stress that. Like jerking off a cow in a gritty crime drama. Or jerking off a cow. The, the cow jerking scene at the beginning of Casablanca. Do you remember that? Where... <laughs> it's shot kind of like broad church. Or it, like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, you're waiting for... You, what you're waiting for is an angry Scotsman in a, in a very well, nice, yeah, I'm, I'm slightly ill-fitting suit to come in and yell at you for having murdered a child yeah. or something. And Olivia Coleman does just swear Kenneth, up a storm. Yeah. So the police show up. So they make a run for it without the oh, cow. Oh yeah, he like wrecks a car. They get they get into uh, Jason's truck, and while he's on the run, there's this shot. Like the camera is like beh- in the middle behind the the front side seat in the in the middle. It's of all the, shot from inside yeah. the car, which and it's just pivot. It's just rotating. Yeah. Uh, like a 360 degree rotation, which he does several times, which is disorienting as hell. It's like whoever whoever the DP was and whoever the cam ops were, like actively hated the audience. And they were like, how can we make everyone as motion sick as possible? We want to gross them out with jerking off a We want to give them migraines. We want to give them migraines. And we want them to feel physically and emotionally sickened yeah. by what they've seen on the screen And today. they succeeded. I mean, they also showed us Brian Cranston naked, so maybe they gave us that gift, and then... And then they took it away. They took, they took that away, and then they were like, well, this is what you get for fucking wanting... Wanting to... <laughs> this is what you get for wanting to touch Brian Cranston's beautiful body, you sick fuck. <laughs> we jerked off a cow, you're welcome. 
so he gets um, he gets under house arrest. He has a little home arrest monitor bracelet. Yeah, little bracelets, a little anklet. He has to go to detention every Saturday for the rest of the year, and he's no longer on the f- school football team. Matthew J. Lloyd is the DP, so you can thank Matthew J. Lloyd for your queasiness. Yeah. If you just watch this movie because of us, firstly, always we're sorry. That just <laughs> it should just be it should just be an unwritten rule that if you have watched this movie because of us we're sorry we're sorry and we get a few more years to our purgatory sentence tacked on for that how long are you going to be in purgatory for several thousand years yes yeah, it's, it's i mean i think i'm going to be a little bit longer because i grew up in a pagan household oh so, so you, yeah that makes sense yeah and obviously there's only one true god uh, which neither of us accept or believe in so they're pretty pissed off with us straight away. But at least we can keep each other company. Yeah. Are we allowed to be in the same purgatory? Pop each other's boils. I don't know. May I don't think it's like gender segregated. <laughs> well, I wasn't thinking segregation by gender. I was I was thinking like, well, you know each other, so you guys would have fun. So we're just going to separate. We could it's pretend like, not to know each other. It's like the trouble kids in class and the teachers are like, mm, you, can't you sit two. Together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart, I want you on the front. Adam, you're sitting at the back. Okay. Stuart and Adam were, they were the ones who caused trouble. In your class? Yeah. Mine were Luke and Bo, and I always had to sit next to one of them because I was the quiet child. Now, I'm a, Luke obviously is a child. Bo's a dog, right? No, that Bo's is, a human man, Bo's no, and he has two daughters That is now. not physically, <laughs> Bo is a dog who, because of the passage of time, has now died. There is no person named Bo, no, that alive. doesn't happen. It's his last name, Diddley? What's it's going not, on? It's not. Bo. Bo. B O. That he was a, his whole name. Is he a long stick used for combat? Like what is? No. Then what he is, would have a W. He's a B O. No, like a bow staff, as opposed that's to that's like a like a, a bow staff is spelled with a W. I thought it was just B O. Let's look it up. Did he have B O? Did people say Bo's so. got B O? <laughs> Did he get bullied? He was very popular. I think he was he was like the quarterback. He was like a very popular. He's like, no one will make player. fun of my body odor if I'm sports. Bo. Oh, it is, you're right. It is just yeah. a bow, new word, staff. So, do I get an apology? I bet his wife makes jokes about his bow staff. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> sometimes I think I have all the right words, but sometimes I'm wrong. And sometimes yes. you have a right word or two. I have them from time to time. So, in uh, in detention, he meets Kimberly, who has oh, long... Oh, jeez, we're still in detention. She has the long hair. Billy is uh, black and autistic. I, and this okay, is the thing. okay, well... It's weird because at the very beginning, they make out very much like he is on the spectrum and he acts very autistic, but by the end, it's like he's 100% neurotypical, like dancing and... Well, he became a Power Ranger. And that that cured cured him. (laughs) Yeah, this film was sponsored by and co-funded by Autism Speaks. Oh, God, no. Let's not even joke about that. No. But yeah, so Jason meets uh, Kimberly. Kimberly gets a text from some friends who are like, hey, go to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom like, hey, we're not friends anymore. We they pointed- pull out a photo print of the three of them together and yeah. they take out some scissors and they ceremonially yeah. cut her out of their lives. Like You pointed out like they went to like CVS. This is extremely premeditated. They printed out CVS like a glossy JPEG. Money. Yeah. Bought a new pair of scissors, cut her out of the picture and then stabbed the scissors scissors into the the wall wall. which Kimberly then uses to cut her hair short it's odd that they I'm realizing this now most bathrooms especially in schools have cinder block walls and they just stabbed it right into the drywall or those were some really impressive scissors Um, so Kimberly uses those scissors to give herself a haircut meanwhile a bully in the class who is a who has scruffy red hair which as a redhead I resent (laughs) a little bit he, looks, um, he doesn't not look like Ed Sheeran for a second. He, yeah, he definitely looks like whichever Skull, the skinnier of the two bullies from Old School Power Rangers, stepped into the transporter from the fly with Ed Sheeran. That's what, Oh, yeah, I know. I see it. Yeah. So he's picking on Billy because Billy's arranging his pencils in a very meticulous manner. As one does. As one does. And and uh, not Skull grabs each pencil and, no, you and snaps them. And then Jason just smacks him in the face. Yeah, it's satisfying. It's pretty great. So, on the way out of detention, Billy comes up to Jason and says, Hey, you're pretty cool. Um, I, hey, I need a ride to a thing. And Jason says, Well, I'm under house arrest. I've got this this thing on my... And Billy's like, Oh, I can take that off. I can take care of that. Yeah, just and come over to my place. And he pulls out a bone saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Jason's hopping for the rest of the movie. And it's, it's, really, uh, uh, it's really nice to see like a disabled, disabled power character. ranger. Um, no, he keeps his leg. Yeah, for now. We've got to build suspense for people who didn't get to see the movie. No, he keeps his like the whole film. Damn it! Trying to give someone a surprise. Sorry. Or does he? He does. Shit. 
Um, so yeah, he uh, Jason goes over to B- uh, Billy's at like six fifty four when the cutoff. He needs to be home by seven, and Billy takes the SIM card, does some technology to it, and now it thinks it. He just spoofs the geolocation so that it thinks he's at home when he's yeah, not. Yeah, and it's it's never brought up again for the rest of for the, the rest film. of the movie. It doesn't come up, which is fine. So um, Jason drives Billy to where he wants to go, which it turns out is a mine. Why does he want to go to the mine again? Because he used to go with his dad. His he dad wants died to bond seven years with his ago. Papa. Yeah, his dad's been dead for the better part of a decade, which I can connect to. And that makes you want to go to like a gold mine. Yeah, and blow it up. <laughs> You know, as you, you do. You know, for dad. You know, when you... <laughs> when it's you, what he would have wanted. When you're mourning the loss of a parent, that's really kind of the go-to. Yeah. Um, but it's what Billy used to do with his dad. They used to go digging. Digging for gold! <laughs> Precious gold! Oh uh, Jason's like, uh, F this ass, I'm Audi 5000. And, that's literally uh, what he says. Billy sets up a bomb. Like dynamite explosives. An explosive Was charge. I resting my eyes during this part? It's entirely I possible. I did not realize that Billy was kind of a little pyro who, yeah. like... And now I'm realizing that he blows a lot of stuff up and he, like, brings explosives to school. Yeah, he mentioned that that was how he was in detention. Like, he, he blew he up his lunchbox. He brought an explosive to school. Yeah, as one does. So while Jason is off heading home, or heading back to the car, uh, which is not his car, it's not even Billy's car, it's Billy's mum's car, Billy's yeah. dead dad's car... <laughs> Um, he spots Kimberly. She's swimming. Kimberly. Kimberly. Hey, up, lad, I'm Kimberly. <laughs> Mr. Kimberly's mince pies. Uh, that's a joke for the British audience. How you doing, fellow Brits? Uh, Hi, everyone. Um, I don't get this joke. No, it's not for you. Do an American joke I won't get. Trick question. Nothing about America is funny. Oh, my God. We're living in a hellscape. Anyway, Kimberly and Jason find Trini... Oh, yeah, she's, like, doing yoga. Yeah, Trini's doing yoga. As and Zach watches her. Zach's watching her with binoculars from atop an abandoned train. Does, does she just goes and hangs out there? Yeah. They're all just hanging out there, They're coincidentally. Out all there. of the Power Rangers are there in that moment. There's nothing else to do in AGBC. AGBC. I love their music. I'm a big fan of Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Uh... <laughs> But then they hear the, the detonation, the explosion, and everyone runs to see what's up. And uh, Billy has uncovered this kind of weird glass rock. Like an obsidian kind of wall. It's got... Coins. Hockey pucks it's got, in it. Yeah, it's got those <clears throat> hockey puck coins like in. like air hockey pucks. And Zach, who's kind of impulsive and reckless and dangerous. He's kind of the dangerous one of the group. By the way, I want to point out the ethnicities of the Power Rangers in this movie. They've shuffled them. Mm-hmm. Jason... They hit randomized. Except yeah, they Jason's hit, still white. Jason's white. Zach... Is he always white? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Zach is Asian. Billy is black. Trini is... Is she is she of Indian descent? Let's look it up. Trini and Kimberly are definitely not white. Kimberly is... The actress who plays Kimberly is also going to be playing Jasmine in the Aladdin live yeah. action remake. So I don't know if she's actually Middle Eastern or if she's like Hollywood's equivalent of Middle Eastern. Yeah. Where they're like, you're brown enough. But they kind of shuffled everything. And I think they did that so that the Black Ranger was not the Black Ranger. Because I know that was a big, big criticism of the show back in the day. And it's kind of the thing that everyone makes jokes about. Becky G. She is Latina. Well, there we go. And Naomi Scott, it doesn't say. She's from London. Okay. Narrows it down. This is the best and I think my favorite thing about this movie. And in fact, the only good thing about this movie is how diverse Mm -hmm. this cast is. Is. Like, and how it's kind of treated as a non-issue yeah. in the context of the story. I mean, it's it's not just like uh, racially and ethnic, ethnically diverse. There's uh, hints that uh, Trini is kind of questioning her sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Rita Repulsa is definitely questioning her sexual orientation. <laughs> I don't think it's a question. No, I think she's known for about 65 million years. I think she's years. announcing. Yes. Um, I think she was, as, like, as she was asleep in the ocean, she had a lot of time <laughs> to think about things. Yeah. And so this is kind of her coming out do. Yeah. That explains why she's wearing that kind of unlockable Mortal Kombat costume. Yeah. Um, That's what I wore when yeah. I came out to my parents. Yeah? How did that go? They couldn't see it because it was over the phone. Okay. <laughs> it was just for you? Yeah, it was just for me to make me feel good about myself. Make you feel powerful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then there's an autistic Power Ranger, which... I think I think again the representation in this movie yeah. is really cool. I love. And it's cool that. that they outright say it, as opposed to a lot of other films recently, where they kind of hint at it, where, or afterwards people write their think pieces about this character could be interpreted as being on the spectrum. Yeah, no, just if have them be out and say what they are. Yeah, I think that's it. I think representation is important. That's the thing that bugged me. Trini is hinted to maybe be 
um, queer, but it's never outright it's, yeah, said. Yeah, it's never explored. And she, she even says, my parents are really into labels. The implication there being she doesn't like labels, which is a thing that a lot of, like, fictional bisexual people say. But a lot of actual bisexual people don't say. Oh, no. Actual bisexuals just say, I'm bisexual. I'm bi. They just fucking do it. And people just ignore us. Yeah. So let's crack on with the movie. They find the coins. They end up falling... Into water... Oh they no, that, happen, that happens the... later. There's, so there's there's a lot of stuff oh, that yeah, happens. The they get the coins, security shows up, they, they, they manage to drive away, and then the van gets hit by a train. You tensed up during this bit. There's Pretty... a lot of car accidents in this movie. There's yeah. a lot of car accidents. And it's not shot like car accidents in a car chase. It's shot like, what if you were in this car when the accident was happening? Yeah. And that's extremely stressful. And all me. of this is set to Twilight Tron music. Yeah. Well. It's all very... It's like, you said Stranger Things. Yeah. That was like your pull. It's like synth, repetitive, very thin music. Yeah. Where it's just like... It's kind of... I want to say I don't want to say thoughtless because I'm sure that some thought went into the score. They had all the wrong thoughts about it. Yeah, they definitely spent a considerable amount of time thinking about the music, but they certainly came to some very bad, very wrong conclusions. They did not spend a lot of time executing it. Yeah. So they wake up what feels like the next morning, but they've actually been asleep for a whole day, and they've all got muscles and superpowers. It's like Sam Raimi's Spider Man. It's. I don't think it's ever really explained how they survived or like what happened. No, they just that time. they just get hit, cut poli- to black. They the wake police up. Police find the destroyed car, and yeah. there's no one inside, so it's like they just got teleported. But they still have like boo boos on them. Yeah. The implication is that I think the implication, at least, is that the power coins teleported them home in that moment. But they never teleport them anywhere ever again. No, the teleportation does not come up again in this movie. There's there's a lot of stuff that is used as like a one-off plot device yeah. and then it never comes up again. It's not yeah. integrally woven into the plot. Yeah. So the five Power Rangers all agree separately and independently of each other to go back to the mine and they end up trying to jump over a ravine. The Blue Ranger falls in. So everyone goes in after him. They swim down to the bottom of this pool of water fall out the bottom of the pool of water because it's like Super Mario Galaxy where they find another surface of the water on the underside and then once they're out of that they fall down. And then they're on the ship and they get greeted by Alpha 5, a teeny tiny dumb robot voiced by Bill Hader (laughs) who also does a voice uncredited in Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh! Uh, When you go to see it, keep keep a look out for that. Keep Keep an ear out. Keep your ear out. Take your ear off. And then Zordon shows up on a big terminal because the Rangers are back on the ship, Alpha 5 is able to uh, regenerate Zordon's essence, which is being stored in the ship's matrix. So he appears as, as a face on a wall, like one of those pins. You, yeah. you said it's like one yeah, of those. Yeah, like those things that you get in gift shops that are like the pins that you stick your hand in and it leaves yeah. an impression. I don't know what those are called. And I don't pin really, things. I don't really know how to look it up. I, those things where you put your hand, the pin things where you put your hand in. Hand, pin, toy. <laughs> Does that... Oh, hey, it worked. What are they called? Yeah. Um, Handpin toy is what you need to Google. It's called a pin impression toy. Pinpoint impression. Or pit for short. Ooh, the Power Rangers got sent to the pit. Oh, I bet the filmmakers were thinking about that. Very, there's a lot of things they were thinking about that they shouldn't have been. Um, but Zordon's like, hey, the, I guess the morphing grid is never wrong. This, the, the coins have chosen you. You're, you're Power Rangers now. Time to start training. And they were like, no, we're good. And leave. <laughs> <laughs> Except for they're teenagers. Yeah, except for Jason. Zordon tells Jason, you're the leader, you're the, you're the Red Ranger, you're the leader of the pack, you're the top cat, the indisputable leader of the game. See, red makes sense for a leader. Yeah, it's a bold, strong color. Yeah, um, so this is how you understand my confusion with the Ninja yeah. Turtles. So Jason goes to the other Power Rangers and says, hey, look, I don't know about you guys, I'm going to be back here at four o'clock tomorrow to start training. So, you know, let's do that. Because Zordon also points out Rita Repulsa is back. She's going to be back, and she's going to seize the Zeo Crystal. The Zeo Crystal. A, a magical gem that is on all planets with life, and they're what give the, the life. life. Yeah. Um, and it's ours, extremely close to the surface. Yes, for something that's been there for 65 million yeah. years. Yeah, it's just super duper close. Um, also, near a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Oh my god. So they go back, they start training. They spend a lot of time punching rock men and not being Power Rangers. I want to stress this. There's a montage of them training. Mm-hmm. That's just them punching rock men or fighting over donuts and a Krispy Kreme. Like, there's a lot of Krispy Kreme in this movie. This film is a... Crisp- Bra- it's brought to you by Krispy Kreme. It's every part Krispy Kreme the movie, as it is Power Rangers the Maybe movie. Maybe I'll put a Krispy Kreme commercial... 
Oh, no, no, I think you do. <laughs> oh, no, that's it. Yeah, it's... This film is a Krispy Kreme commercial. It really that's, is. It's all it is. It's There's Kris- a lot of brand name products that are featured in this, aren't there? Yeah, I think a few, but none as prevalent as Maybe as I'm thinking Kreme. of Christmas Inheritance, which is what I watched last night. <laughs> and is probably a better They're movie. blurring together. The Power Rangers Christmas Inheritance. I would watch that. Your inheritance is you have to save Angel Grove from Reed Repulse's Krispy Kremes. Yeah, and put the Angel Grove yeah. at the top of the tree. <laughs> the Canada tree. Fuck is any of this? I don't know. I'm oh. a little high. Yeah, I can tell. Um, so they train. They can't morph. They're incapable of morphing. And Zordon because they don't love each other. Yeah, that's basically it. They don't love each other enough, so they can't morph. It's like uh, it's like I can't finish because I don't care. Um, you know that whole thing. Yeah, I do have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't talk about that publicly on the podcast, but okay, you know, you do you, <laughs> or don't, as the case may be. So. Two of the rangers get into a fight. I can't remember who gets into this fight. Billy intervenes. And in the moment... Bill, so the two boys. The two boys that aren't Billy. Because only yeah. boys fight. Wasn't one, wasn't one of the girls one of the ones who was fighting? No. Okay, cool. It's just boys then. Um, Billy steps in to intervene. Guys, don't fight. And because he intervenes, he's he's morphed. He turns blue. And then as soon as he realizes it's happened, he's no longer morphed. He's no longer in his Power Ranger. He's lost his armor. He's lost, he's lost his mojo. I'm sorry. And... Um, the Power Rangers, uh, Zordon's like, ah, you're, you, none of you can morph, you idiots. Piss off with this shit. Basically. Go home. So they decide to have a camp out uh, in the mine. These, peop- these kids have parents well, and families, should. and they some of them are probably in like AP classes. Yeah, like, it's, it's during the school year. Yeah. It's so, it's also grim as well. Like, everyone's like, everyone's got shit. Like, Trini's like, oh, my parents don't get me, and they don't understand what I'm going through right now. And Zach's like, oh, my mother's sick and my she's dying. dying. And I can't, some nights I can't sleep under the same roof and as her. Billy's because like, I'll do you one better. My dad's already dead. My dad did a dead. And uh, I will keep wanting to say Joey, but his name's Jason. Keep thinking of friends for some reason. <laughs> Joey's the Red Ranger. Chandler's the Blue Ranger. Ross is Alpha 5. Alpha five. <laughs> um, Phoebe is yellow. Because Rachel's definitely pink. Rachel's definitely the pink ranger, which means Monica's the black ranger, right? Or the blue ranger. And then there's a green ranger, which I is Marcel the Chandler Monkey. was the blue ranger. Someone is something. There are, there are different... There's so many fucking colors of power. I cannot keep them straight in my head. I don't know if the colors correlate with personality traits or they're yeah. just, just colors. Yeah. So one of the things I noticed in this movie, Trini lays bare like, my parents don't get me, nobody gets me. Every moment in that campfire scene and everything she says seems to be setting up, I'm, I'm, I'm the most unsure of myself. I don't know who I am. Yeah. And then she's immediately, like Rita immediately shows up in the next scene when she's sleeping <laughs> and is on top of her. And it's like, it's pretty clear. DTF, question mark, question yes, mark, really? eggplant, eggplant, water drops, water drops. Yes. It's like, hey, you're going to tell me where the, the Zeo crystal She's is? She's like caressing her yeah. face. Z- Rita gets this idea. Rita's been going around like they found her on a on a like a, a fishing boat. She kills a cop and she's ripping gold teeth out of people's mouths and then stealing all of the gold jewelry in a jewelry store. Mm-hmm. And she's snack. and she's got this idea in her head that the Power Rangers, whom she didn't know existed up until she shows up at Trini's house, know where the Zeo crystal's going to be. She doesn't know who they are. She has no reason to believe that they know where the Zero Crystal is, but she just shows up at Trini's house and is like, Mmm, you are weak. <laughs> I sense the most lesbian energy <laughs> from you. Yeah, I'm picking up lesbionic vibes. <laughs> and you cannot, you can't morph, because otherwise you would have morphed by now. You're weak and you can't choke me. Tell me where the Zero Crystal is. Oh, you don't know where it is? Oh, cool, I totally believe you. Come and find me later and we'll, 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 we'll hang out. We'll bone down. <laughs> so Trini gathers all the other Power Rangers at a football field for some reason. And she's like, yeah, she said we have to go meet her where the old boats die. What an odd thing it's to like, say. The dock. So everyone's yeah, like, there's yeah. a word for that. Everyone's like, it's clearly a trap. We can't do shit, but we're going to go anyway. And Trini's like, I'm okay with it being a yeah. trap. <laughs> During the training montage earlier, Billy figured out where the, the Zeo Crystal is. Yeah. There's no indication of how he worked this out. Yeah, what he's got in- like a conspiracy board up in his room. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, like full on Pepe Silviering yeah. about the Zeo Crystal. And he's walking around downtown Angel Grove with a map. And then he finds a Krispy Kreme and he goes, oh, it's here. Cool. Yeah, All right. there it is. What is, he, what is he basing any of this on? I don't on? know. 
His autism powers. <laughs> that makes some sense in terms of a narrative, because for some reason, autistic people in movies and TV shows have all have superpowers. I mean, this one, he's a power ranger. He literally has superpowers. Yeah. Um, but that does not include autism. Autism is not their superpower. It's not better or worse. It just means your brain is wired up differently. It's just so odd because sometimes he's written, you can tell that he's like really leaning into the autism. Mm. But a lot of the time, it's it just like, it's like he mentions that at the beginning and it never comes up again. It comes across, I think, in a lot of the movie, it comes across as nerves rather than yeah. autism. But then again, I don't know that, I don't know, this feels like a really, this feels like difficult, this is murky water for me to be mm-hmm. talking about because I am not as far as I'm aware on the spectrum. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who are, and I don't, I don't. Once again, we're the wrong people to yeah, be weighing absolutely. in on this. I don't know that. I'm definitely, I, I do know for sure I'm not qualified to be having this conversation about how quote-unquote accurate a depiction of autism Billy is in this movie, but I do acknowledge that from a, a neurotypical perspective, it feels like it's very heavily laid on thick at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. and then doesn't really come up much yeah. for the rest of the film. And I would be, and this is one of the, I am going to say do at me, if you are listening to this and you you are on the autism spectrum and you have something that you want to share about how Billy is uh, portrayed in this movie, do please definitely tweet at me, email us at show at thelifetoetic.com because I would love to hear some informed opinions and thoughts from people who know more about autism than I do. I can't, I can't speak to that, but it, it, it does feel like it doesn't come up. Yeah. that much after the pencil breaking scene I don't know again I, I don't feel like I'm the right person to have yeah. this conversation but, but in terms of representation it's cool that he's there it's cool that they tried yeah, like they it's tried. cool that they they said it outright and that that's an integral part of his character yeah it's one of those things like it's like the Rocky Horror Picture Show was was I think important queer and LGBT representation for its time mm-hmm. but it hasn't aged well and it uses a lot of problematic language and terminology and also, fun fact, was written by a transfer. Yeah. So... The bald man. Yeah. But I also acknowledge and recognize that that's an important part. Uh, you know, that film is important for a lot of people who identify as queer and, and, and LGBT. I identify as queer. I don't like that movie. I've never seen it. But I understand the importance. It's on my voodoo. You're welcome to... I'm okay. You don't, Yeah, you don't need to. I can sing the Time Warp song. So... Rita has gathered the Power Rangers. Uh, she changed them up. She said... <laughs> Trini likes it. Yes, they're all into it. Uh, she says, one of you knows where the Zero Crystal is. She has nothing to base this information on. Yeah, and then she's like, Billy knows. Billy knows, don't you, Billy? Apparently they've been emailing or they're like, like yeah. a- AOL Instant Messenger or something. I think they shit. accidentally included her in the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't do that. So they, so Billy reveals that it's under a Krispy Kreme, explains what a Krispy Kreme is. There's a 27-minute commercial for Krispy Kreme. And then Rita kills Billy. Billy's dead. Yeah, he dies. And the Power Rangers take him back to... They, like, godspell his body down the street and into their <laughs> Back into the the, the, the command center. Mm-hmm. And Zordon's like, yeah, I can't do shit. And everyone's like, well, I wish I could trade my life for his. And then the morphing grid fires up. Like, oh, now they can they morph. Love they other. love each other so much. And Shared this is... trauma brought them together. And Zordon had said earlier, if they can get the morphing grid going... Zordon can use that energy to bring himself back mm-hmm. to life. But what he does instead is he brings Billy back to life. Which I don't really understand how that works. It's about teamwork. And, and then Zordon does say there can only be one Red red Ranger. There can't be two Red Rangers. I, I did this for you guys. It's your team now. I don't Joey, miss my body. Billy. Yeah. My weird gray body. I don't miss being able to touch my dick. <laughs> so they, they're able, they finally morph. They have their little henshin sequence, which is very, very disappointing and very underwhelming. Yeah. Because they just kind of stand there with their arms outstretched, turning their hands over and like looking at them with shock and awe, even when there's no animation. Yeah, they do the macarena and they turn around, and that's what it's all about. I'm mixing my dances. Okay, good. Um, And then they hop into their zords and uh, gallop towards Angel Grove to fight Goldar. Goldar and Goldar is not a fun little kind of bear-ish Batman. He's a big gold creature that Rita has has grown out of gold. He never once says like. Or whatever. Ooh, the Power Rangers! Yeah, like exactly. that kind of I can't it's none do of it because I can't growl. Yeah. Fun fact as the Zords are rushing towards Angel Grove, the Power Rangers theme kicks in. It is tonally inappropriate. It's very silly. It's like, imagine if in. And you haven't seen this movie. Imagine in The Dark Knight, where Batman has been fighting the Joker for the duration of this movie, and suddenly he's like, 
oh, the Joker's in this tower. So I've got it, and, and he hops on the bat pod to race towards the tower for the final confrontation with the Joker. And instead of the yeah, instead of the instead of the Hans Zimmer soundtrack, you get da 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 bow boom wow. Like it does. It does so much of this film just doesn't. This movie is like the interior of a cheesecake factory. In um, terms of, we don't take architectural styles into account. It's very postmodern. Let's just yeah. put every flavor on this. Yeah. This, the rest of the movie can be summarized this. The Power Rangers and Goldar and Rita Repulsa fight for dominion over Krispy Kreme. Goldar pushes all of the Power Rangers' zords into a volcano. The zords fuse into one big megazord. They punch the shit out of Goldar. Bitch slap Rita Repulsa into space. End of movie. Yeah. That's it. Like, and then there's a weird little tease at the end of like, uh, Tommy! Tommy the Green Ranger could be here, but, but then that doesn't happen. And there's, they're not going to make a sequel because this film didn't make enough money at the box office. Oh, also Tommy and Kimberly, the original, oh, yeah. had a little cameo. Yeah, Amy Jo Johnson and... And whatever his name is. I can't remember his name at all. Hey Google, what's the name of the original Green Power Ranger? On the website wikia.com, they say... Thomas, Tommy, Oliver, Jason, David, Frank. Jason, David, Frank. Okay, Google, stop. Jason, David, Frank uh, has a cameo at the end. It's him and Amy, Amy Jo Johnson, Johnson taking photos with their smartphones. And then there's the post credit sequence where they call Tommy Oliver's name a bunch. There's a shot of a green jacket. A, a locker explodes. Billy says, my bad. End of movie. Yeah. This film is just... It's... It's sadness teens punching rocks sadness for two teens. hours. It's just tonally, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't know whether it's trying to be fun or moody. It doesn't know whether it's trying to be family entertainment or let the Power Rangers say fuck. Like, it just... Yeah, this movie is like the breakfast club with Zords. Yeah. But like sad... Bre- like if sad, like sadder than the like breakfast club. Like a reboot club. of the breakfast club set in and shot as if it were a Twilight movie. Yeah. Yeah. But also there's aliens. Yeah. I feel like Bella and Edward are like staring at each other just <laughs> off camera. Know, like making eyes at each like, other. We pan a little bit over to the left and there's there one are. of the Twilight movies being filmed I mean, at the same time. I mean it was shot. I don't know where Twilight was shot. I imagine it was shot in or around Vancouver. Yeah. Lots of Dutch the, angles. Somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Also, yeah, a lot of Dutch angles for just like normal teens in school doing normal stuff. Yeah. And a lot of the this hand- movie was shot so bewilderingly. So much handheld stuff as well. It's like they either forgot to hire or couldn't afford a Steadicam operator. <laughs> Next, if they do make another one, Timber should just send them yeah. her resume. Like, listen, guys, I saw the first I movie. I can help you. Please. Let me help you. Let, please let me help you. This is a film that did not know. It was trying to please too many people. And this film came hot on the heels of there was a Power Rangers fan film that was made, I want to say about three or four years ago that was a very kind of adult gritty take on the original Power Rangers. And I feel like this film is trying to service that. We counted, there are four or no, six uses of the word shit in this movie. Yeah. There are six shits. There's one almost fuck, motherfucker. The subtitles get as far as typing motherfoo. So it may as well be motherfucker. Fuck is in this. The oh, a Power can, Ranger says fuck. You can say fuck in a PG thirteen yeah. movie. I think you can only say it once. Any more than that, and you get an R rating. But that raises like who is the, who is this movie for? I don't Who's know. Who's it for? Who's it for, Molly? I think they they wanted it to be for you. No, no. I think they were trying to. Do I that. enjoyed. We both enjoyed the ninety six Power Rangers it's true. movie. There are a lot less boobs in this one. This is just. I mean, I don't. I, the boobs. I'm not concerned with. The first one is fun. The Power Rangers get to be the Power Rangers within the first fifteen minutes of that movie. Mm-hmm. We have to wait an hour and a half. I think origin stories are tedious. Yeah. Anytime they reboot something, we have to start from the beginning. Yeah. That's a source of frustration for me because it's like. I get it. This is a reboot. Sometimes it's a re-re-reboot. Yeah. Like, I understand the concept. I don't need another origin story. Let's get right to it. Like, yeah. show me something I haven't seen before. There's there's too much time spent watching these teens get angry that they're not Power Rangers yet. Yeah. And there's too... Like, the audience is also getting angry. Yeah. I feel just, the frustration. It's just a deep... It's an annoying film to watch. I mean, I was annoyed by it. I laughed at how stupid it was in the theatre. This time I was annoyed by it. Because there aren't... There are, it's not a bad concept. Right? The premise is not bad. The fact that Power Rangers is still on the air today 
goes to show that this is an idea that has legs. It yeah. has longevity. The problem with this movie is the execution. They leaned too hard on the gritty realism side and of things. That's never been what Power Rangers no, is. No, I don't... I don't Watch to, any episode of Power Rangers. I don't go to Power Rangers because I want to hear the Red Ranger say, fuck, I've got, I go to Power Rangers. Like, what they should have done is leaned into the campy ridiculousness of it. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the 96 movie did. Yeah. And the 96 movie did it very well. That's what Lego did. That's what Spice World did. Like, yeah. If your property is silly in any capacity... You've let it, gotta lean let into it. Let it be silly, you know? That's why I'm hoping that the, the the Mario movie that Illumination are working on right now, I'm really hoping it leans into the silly. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that there isn't a serious take on Power Rangers that you can do, but the big problem with this movie is the inconsistency. It, it was trying to make too many people happy. Yeah. And it failed as a result. So when it comes to the Lego emoji scale, for me, this movie is... I would put it closer to the emoji movie. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty low on the scale. I think yeah. it's right down there with um, Transformers. Yeah, it's... those those films that don't seem to understand the tone or the intent of the original property that don't yeah. capture the spirit of it. Yeah, and it, it baffles me because I know so many people who are big Power Rangers fans who love this movie. I don't understand I, that. I grew up watching Power Rangers. I loved Power Rangers. I still kind of do. Like, they released that big box set of the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers run, Shout Factory, the one that we, mm-hmm. like, forsaged. We, yeah, we made it happen. And I, st- I kind of want that. I don't know that I would ever watch it, but I do kind of want it's it. Because you're a collector. Yeah. I loved Power Rangers as a kid. This doesn't feel like Power Rangers Yeah, to me. like this doesn't count. But I know so many people who also loved Power Rangers as a kid for whom this movie ticked so many boxes for what they wanted out of a Power Rangers movie. And I, I'm happy for them for finding some joy in this film, but I, I, I can't. I yeah. couldn't do it. It just, it wasn't for me. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. It's just, it's a tiring film. It, yeah. It's unfun. Unfun is definitely the word. Because I, I, I compared it to the Scooby-Doo movie, which again has some tonal incongruities, mm-hmm. but I th- I do think that Scooby-Doo movie is still a, it's an enjoyable movie. If you can pick a lane in in the, the Scooby-Doo movie, as I'm going to come into it as an old school fan, or I'm going to come into it watching a p- piece of kids entertainment, I think it's possible with that Scooby-Doo movie to pick a lane and ride that version of the roller coaster. On, yeah. yeah. With this movie, I don't think it's possible because there's no way to come into this as this is a kid's movie without all of the other adult shit. Mm-hmm. Like, pee in this cup and say yeah. fuck. Like, that that's uh, shit's unavoidable. Whereas with the Scooby-Doo movie, you get to pick a lane. Yeah. So I think that, that pretty much sums up how I feel. Yeah, we're just sad and tired yeah. over here. Yeah. But next week uh, begins our run of <gasps> Christmas movies. Yes! Um, we're starting off with the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. I'm very excited for that. I've never seen it before Me in my neither. life. Me neither. Is um, it animated? It is animated. It was okay. animated in the 80s. I've never seen animated He-Man. I, the only, my only exposure to He-Man is watching Masters of the Universe with you. I, I grew up watching both Masters of the Universe and the New Adventures of He-Man as a kid. Like, so you're going to be my guide. I don't know that I remember this. much of it. I'm, there might be a lot of, as we're watching it, a lot of sense memory. Um... <laughs> If you're listening to this, I looked up to see if the special was still on Netflix, because that's the last place I saw it. It's not on Netflix anymore, but if you look it up on YouTube, the official He-Man YouTube channel has posted the special in its entirety. So that's where we'll be watching it. What do you say we make that one a live stream for the Patreon supporters? uh, So we can watch it as a group, because it's the most accessible movie I think we've done this year. Yeah. Because it's all on YouTube. Yeah. So if you're on Patreon, we'll post more details about doing the live stream. If you're not on Patreon and you, you want to, yeah, if you want to support the show financially, um, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/TheLifeToyetic for as little as one dollar a month. You get access to exclusive bonus features, additional bonus episodes of the show that don't maybe don't fit into the the core idea of what the show is. So we've done things like Flight to the Navigator and Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, we did the first episode of Trolls. The beat goes on in November as a bonus. Bonus episode as a thank you to our patrons. And we have a Q&A video that's going up very soon. Yeah, we'll be... Well. Sh- by, hopefully by the time this episode drops, we will have recorded the Q&A uh, video and that will be going up later this week, hopefully. And we have more bonus episodes. We're going to do a live stream of us watching uh, He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. And yeah, as for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to all of that bonus content. 
So go to patreon.com slash thelifetoyetic for more information. If you enjoyed the podcast and you either don't want to support us on Patreon, which is fine, or you can't afford to, which is also fine. It's basically theft, but that's fine, whatever. Um, you can uh, you can always... We're giving yeah, you a we're gift. We're giving you a Christmas gift. You can always support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts through iTunes or on Stitcher. Anywhere you can leave reviews, if you leave us a positive review, or tweet about the show, post about us on Facebook, Tumblr, wherever you like to do. Shows like ours, Little Little Podcasts, we're a little independent podcast, we're not a part of a big network, we don't advertise anywhere. Shows like this are 100% dependent on word of mouth. So tell your friends, tell your family, especially considering we're about to do a run of three Christmas episodes. This might be good, you know, seasonal listening if you're about to make a long drive to see friends or family for Christmas or if you're about to fly somewhere I know I'm going to Florida uh, later this month so something to listen to on the plane so uh, yeah do please let people know about the show you can find us online we are pretty much everywhere uh, Twitter, Facebook at uh, The Life Toyetic we're on Tumblr lifetoyetic.tumblr.com we're on Instagram lifetoyeticpod Molly where can people find you on the social media? I am at Molly Alice Hoy and I am at Ben Padden and if you want to email us, if you have any questions for us, if you want us to talk about something on the show, you can send an email to show at thelifetoyetic.com. Or if you want to contribute to the autism discussion. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm I d- really curious to hear what people have to say about that. Yeah, I do mean that earnestly because, again, we're, we're very, we're hyper aware of the fact that we are not the people to have that discussion. But I would love to get some input and feedback from people who ha- have more familiarity with autism, who are autistic themselves, what, what your read on the character of Billy Cranston is. Is there anything else that I have forgotten? Um, our shout-outs. Oh, oh, absolutely. We have to do a huge shout-out to our $10 a month patrons. As always, a huge thank you to at Hey It's Billy Rose. That's her Twitter handle. That's her Instagram handle. Billy, you are wonderful. Yeah, we saw your cousin Dacre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all Australians film, are all related. related. That is true. And also a shout-out to Zach Lay, who is our other $10 our, patron. Our Black Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and you can get a shout out too. Not to, not, not to cut off Zach because he's great as well, I'm sure. Just we've known Billy longer, Zach. So it's not that we Zach, don't. If you want to tweet at us any like defining characteristics yeah. you have that you want us to harp on, like what your nationality is, because I really cue on that. Yeah, tweet at us three words that describe who you are. <laughs> and we'll incorporate that into our ongoing shout outs. <laughs> Um, but the, the, uh, Billy and Zach get shoutouts because they are $10 a month patrons. So if you want to back us at the $10 a month, you get a shout-out at the end of the episode as well. And if you don't want to support us at the $10 a month tier, then that's entirely... You know what you could do? Support us at $9.99, and then you get everything on the, from the $1 and $5 tiers, but you don't quite yeah. make it to the $10 tier. Like if you're embarrassed. Yeah, that works. That's something. fine. Yeah. But huge thanks to Billy and Zach. You guys are awesome. Wait, Billy's a Power Ranger too! Yeah! Holy oh shit! God. Oh my god, we're so bad at this! <laughs> um, so you... if any if anyone named Jason or Kimberly or Trini want to become $10 patrons... Do we want to throw uh, Tommy in there as well? And Tommy too. If any of you want yeah. to become $10 patrons, we'll be happy to have you so we can build our team. Yeah, let's, let's build our own uh, Life Toyetic Rangers. Um, but you won't get colours, you'll get like toy... Toys so you'd be the Pony Ranger him, yeah. or the Pony Ranger, Transformer Ranger, G.I. Joe Ranger. Yeah. Furby Ranger. Furby Ranger. That one writes like itself. That's be Mario funny. Ranger. Any of them. Yeah. You could choose. Yeah. Just, you know, back us at the $10 level and then tell us which, ra- which Ranger you are. <laughs> but yeah, huge thank you to Brian Melbourne for doing our theme tune, The Toyetic Toe Tapper, which is a fantastic piece of music. So good I've just thanked him twice. But you probably only heard one the of those. so nice that you thanked him twice. <laughs> You've only heard one of those because Molly's very good at editing I'm these things down. I'm a great editor. Um, am I forgetting anything? Meat and sweets? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> mm. This episode drops on Tuesday the 4th. If you are in the Costa Mesa, California area on Thursday the 6th, I will be one of the comedians participating at a free comedy show at Meat and Sweets in Costa Mesa, California. Yeah, uh, details are all on the uh, on Facebook. I'll make sure to post a link to the uh, Life Trading Facebook page and probably also the Patreon and the Twitter and everything so that you've got those links there. But yeah, if you're going to be there, I would love to see you. It'd be nice to meet people who like the podcast in person. It's only happened a couple of times at PAX East and PAX West, which was really nice. Aww, um, what kind of nice stuff did they say? We just, hey, listen to the podcast. It's really nice to meet you. So they know. didn't say they liked the podcast. Oh, they no, say, they d- I listened to it. New sentence. Also, it is nice to meet you. Oh, they did you. say they liked the podcast. It's oh, okay, funny. cool. That's right. I think people want to meet you as well. I Me? think that's, yeah, it's come up once or twice. Oh. Yeah. Well, I never go anywhere or do anything. We should fix that. 
That sounds like a threat. Maybe next year we do a panel at a convention or something. Oh, that's scary. We'll do, we'll do like a little live show somewhere. Uh, Maybe at Geeky Tees. That sounds less threat. We'll talk about this off air. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to The Life Toyetic with Ben and Molly. I have been Ben. I've been and still am Molly. And The Life Toyetic comes with everything you see here. Lesbian awakenings are included. Yeah! Hey, this movie, though. Oh, my God. I'm sorry for talking about my classmate's dick. (laughs) (laughs) It was a long time ago. You should message him when this episode goes live. (laughs) No, I won't. I haven't haven't spoken to him in more than 10 years. What if it turns out he's like, like, well, I wonder what Molly's up to. Oh, she does a podcast. Oh, that's nice. I'm just going to listen to her. Oh, no. You get an email. Hey, Molly, it's Bo. Uh, Quick question. (laughs) What the fuck? fuck are you doing talking about my dick on your podcast molly i don't see i'm torn because i don't even know how much of this i should cut out <laughs> like to protect his privacy you get a facebook message like hey what's up question mark question mark question mark i'm so sorry Bo, if you're listening just, i know we haven't spoken in a while just cut or bleep his last name i'm sure fine. it's fine i haven't said his last name okay it's his, his last name is not staff <laughs> it should be no, I haven't said his last name because I want to protect his privates. What is his last name? You want to protect his privates? <laughs> <laughs> his privates. Fuck you.